This is a marketing communication. Please refer to the key information document or KID before making any final investment decisions. Investing involves risk. The value of an investment and the income from it may fall as well as rise and investors might not get back the full amount invested. Past performance does not predict future returns. The mention of any particular security or strategy should not be considered as a recommendation. For further information on the Alliance Technology Trust, please go to www.alliancetechnologytrust.com. Hello and welcome to Silicon Valley Bite Size, an update on the tech sector from the Alliance Technology Trust. I'm Cherry Reynard. ATT invests in a carefully selected portfolio of quoted technology companies across the globe with the aim of achieving long-term capital growth. Since 2007, the trust has been managed by an experienced team of investors based in Silicon Valley. For our latest episode of Bite Size, I'm joined by Mike Seidenberg to talk us through the key developments in the technology sector this quarter and share his insights. Hi, Mike. Hey, how are you? Um, now, it's been a stronger period for financial markets since mid-October, though the tech sector has still lagged the wider market a little. Um, can you talk about what's driven markets higher? Yeah, you know, and, and, I, and I think that it's somewhat a, a function of where the snapshot in time you're looking at, because I think that, you know, the initial excitement which drove markets higher was really around inflation and, you know, the ability to get that under control, which we saw a nice number um, in October, followed by a not so great number in November, which basically led to the world being worried again about inflation, current company included. So I think we may, you know, may have seen a little bit of a head fake on the excitement um, as you know, governments around the world try to get that factor under control. Okay, and then what have been the nuances for the technology sector? I sure, mean, there, well, I mean, look, areas done you well. know, it, some of the stuff we've spoken about before, which is just as as people are worried about interest rates going up, you know, tech companies, uh, you know, which tend to have higher growth, um, you know, tend to be investing in sales and marketing and therefore aren't as profitable as some of their peers in other sectors. Um, I, I think that that's been a worry um, just due to the fact that, you know, just from a, from as you start looking at a discount, discount rate, that's just not very, uh, very appealing from a mathematical perspective. I also think that there, that, you know, companies have bought a lot of technology products um, as we uh, were going into the pandemic. And then obviously the pandemic means, you know, huge accelerator for all sectors of technology, irrespective of whether you were kind of next gen or legacy. And I think now we're, you know, we are operating in a more difficult um, spending environment, uh, coupled with, you know, some arguably worry about the consumer. Um, um, And therefore, you know, I would describe this as a you know, it is just a period of unknowns as businesses try to think about planning their business in 2023 um, and what in, in how, you know, in order to have visibility on their own business, that that in turn drives back, you know, spend, right? Because um, they need to, you know, plan and spend accordingly. So 
that's that's a little of what we've seen, um, which is a little bit frustrating. Having said that, you know, we have seen some nice results out of some of those growth companies. I, I feel like, you know, the semiconductor space um, ha- is, is bottoming um, given just, you know, the multitude of bad news there. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like we're just kind of, you know, we're kind of, you know, how would I describe it? We're in a rocky boat and uh, we're trying to kind of figure out how we get our sea legs under us so we can, uh, you know, kind of finish the race, so to speak. I don't know if that's a great analogy. <laughs> that's Yeah, good metaphor there. Um, now, some of the biggest technology names, so things like Amazon, Meta, Alphabet, have continued to be quite weak. And that's led to some really quite... Uh, extreme headlines, you know, death of the fangs and this kind of thing. Um, I wondered what you thought about that. And, you know, is is there anything keeping those share prices depressed or is it just they were a bit inflated before? I mean, I think that here again, you know, I don't think you can, you know, broad brush across all of them. Some of their, you know, there's some idiosyncratic issues with respect to a company like Meta that is going through, you know, some of their own challenges just from a, transition perspective um, as they think about their users and what's happening in the social media space. Look, I, you know, uh, you know, Amazon, you know, uh, you're very much tied to cloud work cloud workload deployments. They commented in Q3 that they saw their customers, you know, uh, decrease the slope of those deployments and they're working with them. You know, that's a headwind, right? I mean, they were very, they were very clear um, you know, Google saw some challenges in their business. So, you know, I think that you know, for each particular company, there's some there, there's stock specific you know, issues. Having said that, they're kind of all part of the bigger picture, which is just this, you know, at the margin slowdown um, that businesses are seeing. And that trickles through whether you're deploying a cloud workload or whether you're advertising, you know, on, on, on Google. Um, uh I would also tell you that the regulatory drumbeat for those stocks don't, you know, has has not decreased. So I think there's the worry, given just the massive outperformance they've 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 given investors over the past, you know, five plus years. Uh, with this year probably being somewhat of an exception, depending on the name. So I think that people are, you know, a little bit of head scratching there. Um, you know, as as you know, we really. Uh, our, our, our mega mid cap focused uh, and really focused on innovative companies in the mid cap space. So traditionally, you know, we're underweight those mega cap names, which you know at times has been a real headwind against the fund. Um, but I feel like you know that 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 that, that, that it's going to be difficult for the for the fangs to uh, replicate the performance they've seen over the past you know five plus years, three to five years. Okay. And then, I mean, if we could look at the macroeconomic side, um, the, the backdrop a little bit, um, you talked about inflation there that, that, that had got markets excited. I mean, what, what's your kind of impression on that now? Do you think inflation has peaked and, and what does that mean for interest rates? Sure. Well, first of all, you know, I've seen this till this I'm not an economist, but obviously we need to invest with a macro overview. It's important um, as we build a portfolio for our investors to have some view on the macro, um, because obviously it impacts it impacts you know subsectors of technology. Look, you know, 
I, I think the jury's still out. Um, you know, it would have been, you know, I've often said, you know, anyone, you know, we are, people often say two data points create a line. I think we had a single data point in October uh, that didn't create the line in November um, with respect to just the economy and inflation, or sorry, with respect to inflation. So I, I think the jury's still out. Um, I think that it's proving to be more difficult than what most most of us thought with respect to getting it under control. Um, and you, we still have, you know, companies looking for employees um, and, and, you know, to, to kind of, you know, to, to ramp up their businesses. Um, now, look, that'll, call, that'll slow down at the margin as the economy uh, slows, right? Because people won't hire as much. But still, even for the job wrecks that are there, you know, people are having a hard time filling them. Um, you know, the good thing for us longer term is if you go back historically in periods where, companies had had labor issues technology has usually done a nice job of coming in and stepping in and, and providing solutions to make those people more effective and more efficient um so you know i don't feel you know i would i you know when i did this when i did this interview a month ago when speaking when i knew i was going to speak with you i was hoping that we'd be in a more kind of uh, that, that the path would be clearer at this point i don't feel like we're there yet uh, so, you know, we are, we are, you know, we are really working on making sure we have a portfolio that can, you know, handle the current environment. And actually, I, I was going to ask you, as the next question, what's your central prediction for the global economy? But I, but I guess it's similar, you know, it's, it's going to be mixed and uncertain. I mean, I do think, it, I think we're just living in a time of more uncertainty than, than we ever expected, uh, whether that's, you know, from, from you know, first world countries invading other first world countries to, you know, you know viruses that shut down, you know, shut down the world. Um, so, look, I, you know, I think that at the end of the day, uh, there is a transformation that's happening for most businesses. Um, and that transformation really is driven by the need of companies to decrease friction with how they deal with their customers. And that could be on the sales side, that can be on the customer service side or et cetera. To, in order to get there, that requires an investment in technology. Our job is to find the companies that are, can really facilitate that journey um, and understand the valuation associated. Look, you know, you could have the best product in the world um, but if your business slows down a lot, you know, that stock is probably going down uh, in short order. So, you know, we need to think about kind of the here and the now, making sure that we also don't lose our North Star, which is to find these innovative companies. So that, that, that's the world we're living in today. And then, I mean, just, just finally on the macro side, the, the strong dollar has been quite a headwind for some international businesses. I mean, I think Apple said it. I mean, not a lot, like several percent, several percentage points of its earnings this year. Um, is that kind of a factor you take into account or is that, um, you know, something that you think comes out in the mix on the whole? You know, I, I think that, so look, I think most investors look at growth uh, on constant currency basis um, and have for years. Having said that, it's definitely a factor, right? It, it impacts your ability to grow earnings, um, uh, especially if you have, you know, if you have, uh, you know, costs, costs in areas where it's causing, you know, if you're reporting in dollars, yet you have a large labor force that is being paid in, in another 
their currency that you know that uh, I think that I think it's really important to really kind of look at multiple factors around the dollar appreciation but you know you can't ignore it um, uh, because it has real impact um, has impact on the top line it has impact on the bottom line okay great and then if we could turn to the trust um, I mean what have you made any notable changes to the portfolio over the last quarter? Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing that, that you know, we, we have continued to try to upgrade the portfolio um, from a quality perspective um, in, you know, in this tape that is that has been, you know, you know at, at the margin, you know, difficult for technology companies. So, you know, just looking for names that we think, you know, have really have good, good appreciation potential over the next couple of years, while also understanding where they sit, uh, either from a bill of materials perspective, from a from a budgetary perspective, from a you know you know if you think about things like you know cybersecurity, for example, where you know the adversaries really aren't slowing down, but you know we're 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 stepping stepping very you know judiciously um, as we construct the portfolio, really thinking about not only a company's ability. To be profitable, but you know, how do they grow? Um, what kind of you know, what kind of where do they fall in the needs category of their customers? So you know, a, a lot of a lot of um, long days uh, with the team bantering back and forth, trying to figure out you know the names we want to own. And I mean, you've said in the past that you've you've shifted from a kind of a growth flavor to more of a value yeah. flavor. I think Garpy's probably the more so we you know i think that you know as much as i think some of the higher growth companies have great trajectories uh long term at the end of the day i need to make good risk reward decisions for our investors and valuation is is a guiding principle around that and therefore you know making sure we own businesses at the right valuation that allow us to appreciate because yeah, if I were a shareholder, I wouldn't be very happy if somebody um, purchased a company that had great, you know, whatever, three to five year trajectory, but in the near term, you know, the stock could go down, whatever, 70%, you know, that, that's just not, you know, that's something we really try to avoid. Um, so really just understanding, uh, understanding companies um, in their profitability curbs, uh, curves, excuse me, uh, while also understanding their growth trajectory. And then, you know, obviously, you know, we look at, we look across all of technology, you know, it is, you know, whether it's semiconductor, whether it's, you know, internet, whether it's, you know, uh, companies that are you know, IT services. So, you know, making sure that, you know, making sure that we're not, you know, we're not missing opportunities um, uh, as we go through this more challenging period. And then there was one big deal uh, this this month. So Microsoft's deal with Activision Blizzard um, is is that significant? As you see, I mean, it feels like a departure for Microsoft. Um, you, uh, you know, what, do you think it's important? Well, you know, I, look, they've done an amazing job uh, with you know creating the Xbox. And uh, the content for that, um, you know, obviously the deal was announced quite a long time ago. And I think what you're seeing is them having to take some of that intellectual property that Activision owns and, and probably, you know, there was an, uh, something announced yesterday uh, with Nintendo, um, you know, where they're going to be able to license some of the content. So, you know, my guess is they're getting some pushback 
from the powers that be, given their strength and given the strength of Activision content. But, you know, I think that, you know, gaming is an interesting sector. Um, they've done a good job of, you know, establishing themselves uh, of being, you know, a, you know, a leader in that sector. Um, I think that content drives, you know, drives console sales. I think that's always been the way. Um, so I, I can understand uh, them going down the path. Um, and look, at the end of the day, this isn't Microsoft's only business, uh, but they, you know, they, 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 they tend to, they tend to, be, you know, it's a very well-run company with lots of people who think hard about things. So they tend to, have, there tends to be a real method to their madness. And just finally, this feels like it has been an inflection year, you know, when a, a point at which, you know, after the past decade of kind of free money and, and inflation, you know, we've moved into a different era. I mean, do, do you have a sense of, you know, the technologies for the next decade, you know, which, which will be the really sort of defining important technologies over the next 10 years? Sure. You know, I think that, you know, part of our process, which is this mosaic of constantly, you know, I'm trying to you know turn over stones to figure out what you know organizations are going to spend money on or what you know what car manufacturers are going to put in their in their bill of materials you know if it's a semiconductor company look you know I, I think that going forward there are still lots of things that you know that are going to require technology whether that's the movement from you know uh, from combustible automobiles to hybrid slash EV whether that's, you know, the continued drumbeat of, you know, cyber warfare and cybersecurity and the relevance, what that means to industry. And remember, you know, we still have a ways to go with respect to digital transformation and replatforming. So, you know, those are some of the themes we've talked about previously. I think that, you know, energy is an interesting space when I think about alternative energy and, and kind of how technology may be able to help um, what, you know, that industry, both from a traditional aspect and from a from a new aspect. You know, there are all these you know interesting applications of technology with respect to you know artificial intelligence and what it's doing uh, to businesses. So there's still a lot of things happening. I just think we're living in 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 more of a have and have nots uh, spending environment, and therefore, if you are a company. You're going to have to have your value proposition very clean. You're going to have to be able to articulate to the customer why they need to spend now um, and you know, what it means to their business. Some of that's persisted forever in business, but you know, there are times where you know, it's easier and more challenging to kind of get that across. So you know, I remain uh, upbeat about technology and what it means to all industries looking forward. Just understanding that this is this is a more challenging spend environment than we've seen in the past few years, and therefore you're going to have to you know step wisely um, on 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 you know, on the company side. Great. Okay. Thank you, Mike. We'll wrap up there. If you do have any questions on the trust, please go to the website www.allianstechnologytrust.com or contact one of the sales team. Um, thank you again, Mike, for those insights today. And thank you all for listening. <laughs>